Amen. All right, all right. I mentioned last Wednesday, and it happens all the time, uh, and I'm always amazed uh, of God's timing. Uh, now, I've been, we've been doing a series through the book of Proverbs, really the first Wednesday night I was here, I believe we started it. And, uh, of course, you know, we've had to veer off a few times and different things, but, but I'm always amazed with the timing of things. And, in other words, we set out to preach verse by verse. And uh, last uh, week uh, we uh, preached on, uh, you know, uh, uh, seeing your pastor in the right way. And then, of course, we had Pastor Appreciation Sunday last Sunday. And uh, so I thought that was kind of neat. And then uh, tonight we're looking at what, what the Proverbs teach about those who govern us. And here we are. We're on the eve of another election day. And, and so God knows what he's doing. Amen. And uh, so we do thank the Lord for that. Uh, but uh, uh, we're going to uh, stand in just a second or two. But in our text, God, he really gives us what rulers and lead leaders ought to be. Um, in other words, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to, if Lord willing, he doesn't change my mind, I'm going to preach this Sunday morning uh, how the Lord actually warns uh, our elected officials and those types of things. I'm going to be preaching about that as well. Uh, but tonight we're looking at what Proverbs teaches about those who govern us. And in other words, this is what uh, leaders ought to be. Unfortunately, you know, this is not the case, I would say, probably most of the time. Uh, but it certainly gives us and uh, those that are governing us um, some guidelines that they need to follow. So stand with me if you're physically able tonight. And just about six verses, Proverbs chapter 16, beginning with verse 10. Beginning with verse 10. Again, we're looking at what the Proverbs teach about those who govern us. Verse 10 says, A divine sentence is in the lips of the king. His mouth transgresseth not in judgment. A just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his work. And we'll explain these verses in just a moment. It is an abomination to kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. Verse 13, Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speaketh right. Verse 14, The wrath of a king is as messengers of death, but a wise man will pacify it. If in the light of the king's countenance is life, and his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. Father, we ask your blessing upon the preaching and teaching, the reading of the word of God. And Father, we just pray that you speak to our hearts about this. And uh, Father, that uh, you'd help us to understand some things. And uh, Father, help us to pray for those that certainly uh, make decisions that affect our lives. And, and uh, Lord, uh, just, just help us. You know, if there's ever a day and an age that our country needed these kinds of truths is certainly today. So, Father, help us. We'll thank you for it. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen. All right, you can go ahead and be seated. So, again, we find in our text what, you know, God gives us what really rulers and leaders ought to be. And uh, God's original purpose, and, and it's still his purpose, is, is for governments uh, certainly to be ordained by him. Amen. And uh, that is to be an extension uh, of his sovereign authority. Um, I used to pastor in a part of the country that had a lot of Democrats in it. And uh, uh, I, I was uh, uh, once challenged about uh, standing up against some of the things that, uh, that were trying to be uh, pushed on uh, in that area that we lived. And one of the things that I heard a lot was, you know, you ought not mix church and politics. I kept hearing that a lot. And, of course, I always think about these verses here. 
and uh, uh, it, it's, it's simply not true. We, we as Christians, we need to be involved uh, in the decision-making and those types of things. And, and, and I fear that, that for most, uh, if not all governments today, certainly America, uh, we don't realize that, that uh, government officials have a, a biblical and Christ-honoring responsibility. Amen. I believe that with all my with all my heart. You see, God sets them up and takes them down. It's anybody that's in control is because God allowed it, um, and they're there to be biblical, Christ honoring, uh, to carry out. Listen, to carry out God's justice. In other words, what God says, and uh, certainly that's what it needs to what needs to take place. And we have another passage of Scripture. I'm going to ask you to go ahead and turn there to the book of Romans chapter 13. I just want to read it just because I believe it's a good parallel passage to go with this and just to kind of help us to understand some things about government and how God feels about it. But Romans chapter 13, notice verse 1. Just save your place in Proverbs. We'll be right back. But Romans chapter 13 verse 1 says, Let every soul be in subject unto the higher powers. That would be government. For there is no power but of God. Amen. It's God that puts them up, amen? For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. That doesn't mean that they're for God. It doesn't mean that they're godly. But they are ordained of God. For whatever God's purpose is, he allows those types of things. Whosoever therefore uh, resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance uh, of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. And so we're to obey the government. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Wilt thou then be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Uh, for he is the minister, talking about the government. He is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Now I read that because I never want you to think that, that I am... Uh, trying to promote an anti-government movement. <laughs> I'm for government because God's for government. Uh, but uh, we also know the Bible teaches that, that we are to obey the government unless the government tells us we have to disobey God, and that's a complete different you know, uh, situation. But, but my, my point to saying all these things is we're not talking about being against government. Uh, certainly God ordains that. But we still have some things here uh, that I believe that Anybody that's making decisions that affects the lives of other people should really consider and to think about. So I want us to look uh, at what God teaches there back to Proverbs chapter 15, or 16 rather, uh, that God teaches us about government and about leaders and rulers. And number one, rulers should speak and present, or represent that is truth and live by it themselves. <laughs> Amen. You know, uh, that's, uh, that ought to just be common sense, right? Uh, notice verse 10 again. A divine sentence is in the lips of the king. His mouth transgresseth not in judgment. And so this tells us right away that rulers, political leaders, if you will, should speak for God, should speak for the things of God. Uh, so again, just some kind of common sense here says that if you're going to speak for God, then you ought to be living for him yourself, right? <laughs> I mean, that makes sense to me. And uh, certainly if they're going to uh, speak the things of God and, and, and claim to be for God, they should, they should know God, amen? 
And what I mean by that is not just know a God, but the God of heaven. In other words, the God that our, our good old Bible talks about. And, and by the way, uh, a leader ought to know this, amen? Uh, certainly, uh, the Bible should be in the life of anybody that's making those types of decisions. And uh, they ought to know the book. They should be researching it. And um, uh, if you do some history, particularly in the early days of our country, and there's been a few scattered out, even what we call modern times, but uh, uh, in my opinion, many of our greatest, uh, even governors, presidents, senators, and so forth, uh, they all, from what I've looked at, had one thing in common. Not that they were the super-duper Christian, but they were men of God. And I think that there's a connection there, amen? And, uh, and so again, it's, it's something that uh, uh, is very, very important. In other words, these were Christians. And, and uh, you know, a lot of times uh, there are those that want to make our founding fathers. I know not all of them were claimed to be saved. Uh, but, uh, but a lot of times we kind of want to, some people want to put that and say, well, they believed in a higher power. Um, but if you take the time to read a lot of the things that they said, uh, when, when they were talking about God, they were talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And uh, so don't, uh, uh, don't, don't, don't ever forget that. So that's real important. Uh, we were founded on those things, and God has blessed our country because of that. And so they were Christians that sought the wisdom of God and governed um, uh, uh, by God's influence upon their own lives. And, and I think that's important. And we don't have a lot of that today, may, maybe none that I, that I know of. Um, and so they lived by it, and, and certainly they themselves, they weren't above the law either. And uh, so not only did they, they talk about it, uh, even preach it in some instances, but they lived it, uh, uh, they lived it as well. So rulers should speak and present, represent justice and live by it themselves. Number two, God sets standards of truth, not rulers. Amen. You know, um, look at verse 11. A just weight and a balance are the whose? The Lord's. Uh, all the weights of the bag are whose work? His work. Amen. And so let's talk about fairness. Um, and God sets the standards of truth. Now, now rulers should uphold and, and govern by righteousness. Uh, uh, don't, don't misunderstand me. But the thing is, is man, I mean, history proves man cannot govern himself. We, we've been blowing it, okay? Um, and, and so my point is, is that man, uh, they themselves cannot determine what is right and what is wrong. Amen? I mean, just look at some of the social issues we're facing. I mean, that, I mean that's just common sense, okay? And so the, the weights, if you will, is referred to the balances to life. You need to understand that they don't need to be adjusted and changed, <laughs> right? Um, listen, they're, they're the same. God's the same. He, he hasn't changed. So the, the weights and balances life, they're already set and determined. They're unchangeable. And no, no person, no matter who they might be or what kind of power they may yield, they're not allowed to adjust those weights. They're not allowed to recalculate the scales because they're gods, you see. And that's so important. Now, a ruler's job is to ensure that, that he follows, we'll just call it predetermined honesty. Amen. It's his job to, to take those scales and make sure that they're being used correctly, uh, upholding, uh, again, justice and what is right and what is wrong. You know, we think of, uh, I know we're a couple years out, but, you know, there's already a lot of talk about the president and, 
and the elections and those types of things. But uh, uh, certainly the president and, and anybody, a governor, uh, a mayor, a sheriff, just whatever you want to plug in there, uh, we, you know, they, they have a responsibility to, you know, they're going to have an area of rule under them. And so those, to, you know, not only are they need to be looking to the Lord, but those that are under him with areas of rules, listen, they want to uphold those same biblical stances as well. That's important. Um, and I think it's uh, necessary. And, uh, you know, there's a, just a, hey, listen, you know, you know listen, I, I want somebody that knows the Lord Jesus making decisions for me. Amen. I tell you, that, 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 that's what I want. I think that's important. So uh, uh, understand that God sets the standards of truth, not the rulers. Uh, number three, rulers should have a deep-seated hatred for wrongdoing. Um, verse 12, it is abomination to kings to commit wickedness, for the throne is established by righteousness. And so, again, a, a, divine, a ruler, if you will, should have a, uh, a view of right and wrong. And in our, our day and age, and, and when I say our day and age, this has been going on for 100 years or better probably. Um, there are a lot of people that make promises that, that uh, have a stance, if you will, but just simply out of convenience and expediency, they change. And uh, to me, that's just a terrible character flaw. <laughs> that's somebody I, 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 I can't trust nobody like that. And so, uh, but, but a, 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 a ruler that is truly wanting to rule as God would have them rule, they would hate something like that. And uh, they, they will stand for what is right, and, and, and the political agenda has nothing to do with it. Uh, they uh, should understand all the unfairness, all the immorality. Again, who, who says it's wrong? Who says it's right? Again, the Word of God. And so they understand all the unfairness, all the immorality is described by the Bible. They realize that those who have the, the, the power to do right, but if they do wrong, all of that, listen, is an abomination to God. Amen. It's a terrible, terrible thing uh, when people uh, make decisions that, that I believe they know in their heart isn't right, but because of political pressure or whatever you want to say, uh, they go ahead and allow things to happen. I'm just saying that's an abomination. And somebody that truly wants to rule as God would have them to rule would hate something like that. And uh, as we've learned here, the seat of any government should be built on the foundation of Scripture. I mean, that's, that's, that's necessary. And, of course, Scripture is always going to uphold the righteousness of God. And uh, you can't go wrong with that. I mean, that's, that's just how we need to do it, whether it's our government, our church, or our home. It needs to be built upon the foundation uh, of the Word of God. Uh, and this should be so ingrained uh, in a leader's mind that anything else results in sometimes what we call uh, you know, righteous indignation, amen, uh, and a zealous hatred uh, of doing what is wrong. Uh, I believe that. Not saying, well, you know, in this instance, it's okay, and finding some loophole. Hey, listen, that's just a bunch of wickedness and a bunch of nonsense. So rulers should have a deep-seated hatred for wrongdoing. Number four, rulers desire the truth, uh, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it hurts. Verse 13, uh, righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him that speaketh right. Uh, we've already talked about a leader, you know, should value honesty, but notice the last part of the verse. This is talking about leaders who love those who are truthful. 
you know. And, and by the way, that should be us as well. Now, not everything truthful is pleasant sometimes, you know. Um, but uh, again, in a day and age where, where people want people that will say things that people already want to hear, <laughs> you know. Uh, but they won't do that. Uh, a, a ruler that desires the truth, they, they don't say what one might want to hear, but they will say what somebody needs to hear. And I think that's important, okay? Uh, and uh, I think, in my opinion, there's a lot of leaders out there in the past uh, several decades that, that just really are living in denial sometimes. Uh, but, but nobody can rule, nobody can govern if he doesn't have all the facts, and all the truth, amen? And, and today, in my humble opinion, political leaders are more worried about how people feel instead of what the facts are. And you can't govern that way. And uh, certainly, all you got to do is just kind of keep up with the news, and you can see that. And, but but a, 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 a ruler that really desires to do what God wants to do, he's going to desire the truth. Again, even if it causes some waves, even if you know, he's not intending to, but the truth has to be, uh, has to be uh, talked about, has to be seen, because too many lives weigh in the balance. You know, a good leader is going to surround themselves with those who are, who are not afraid to, to call things out, uh, you know, not just to put a group of people around him because they're popular with, with society. Um, I am so sick of, of uh, musicians and, and actors. I, you know, it's like all of a sudden they're the great political hope of the world. Give me a break. You know, um, but a, a real leader, they're not going to listen to a bunch of biased, corrupted advisors, amen. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that want to encourage, you know, even the president to. Uh, and I'm not talking this one we have now, but, but in past there's been others to just simply get on TV and smile at the camera and, and tell everybody everything's fine. <laughs> the country's doing great. <laughs> Come on now. That's, that, that flattery type of leadership, listen, that's what's killing us. Uh, and, and things need to be fixed, but they need to be addressed in the right way. And you can't fix a problem if you don't believe there, there is a problem. Amen. And uh, so we need to get some things under control here. But a true leader desires the truth, uh, even if it's not pretty, amen? And number five, a good leader ought to be correctly feared. Um, I think that's important. You know, uh, we've talked about the loss of fear uh, with, to authority and whether it be those that have rule over us, uh, the law, teachers, preachers, parents, you know, uh, we're really hurting because nobody feels like they have to fear any type of authority anymore. Verse 14 says, The wrath of a king is as messengers of death, uh, but a wise man will pacify it. In the light of the king's countenance is life, and his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. Now, in, in the ancient world, biblical times, if you will, uh, kings were really, uh, and I'm not advocating this, but, but that's just the way that it was, they, they were really seen as sovereign in many ways. What I mean is, is, that uh, their commands were, were never questioned. They were just carried out. Um, all they had to do was point and say, uh, you, slay him. And that's what happened. You know, it wasn't, wasn't questioned. And, and again, I'm, I'm not saying that's the way that it ought to be. But uh, uh, in those days, it was certainly very unwise <laughs> to anger the king, right? And uh, so I'm not, certainly I don't believe in kingship today, but, 
but but imagine though uh, having a leader who was revered, who who was very well respected. And I think we've had we've seen some not only in the United States but different countries have had those types of leaders, and uh, you know uh, that that it was a it was an honor, uh, maybe even somewhat of a fearful thing to be in their presence. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, uh, if if they've earned that. Because uh, what I'm talking about, I'm not talking about worship. Only God deserves worship. But I am talking about respect, uh, being highly respected. Um, and uh, it, it's, not, it's, not, um, it's not good for our country to have a disdain towards our leaders. It, it's not, and, and, and there's things I really struggle with about our leaders, and it needs to be said. Um, but, and I'm not saying... You know, I'm not saying we, we shouldn't speak out, but I am just saying that it's, it's a shame that we don't have leaders that we can look to in this way. And it's kind of heartbreaking, and uh, uh, it's really uh, upsetting in many ways. Now, listen, uh, it, it's God that will turn our country around, not any political person, okay? But, but I do believe that God can, can raise people up that can really uh, bless our country. Uh, and, and again, to, to have somebody uh, that their approval, you know, in other words, wanting to, to follow them, uh, as the Bible says here, it likens it to a spring rain. I mean, that's refreshing. Imagine having a leader that was so well-loved and respected that way, that it was like a refreshing rain. And, uh, you know, I pray, I pray for that. I mean, that, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it, to have somebody like that running things? Uh, and we should desire, you know, to, to have uh, such a leader. I, I pray about it. I, I don't see anybody uh, that fits that bill, if you will. haven't seen one for a long time. Uh, and certainly it's not always possible, uh, especially when we want to stand for biblical truth without compromise. That's a, that's a tall order there. But I pray about it, and, and who knows? You know, God, God could really bless. But even still... No matter who our leaders may be, we, we should certainly pray for them, amen, and uh, uh, that uh, uh, there be peace, certainly, among those who, who have rule over us, and, and again, that they're following God, and, and again, that we uh, have that, uh, that respect that, that we ought to have. Um, you know, these verses probably would be a lot easier to preach 100 years ago than they are today. I mean, and because we just, uh, I mean, you know, the bottom has, has fallen out. <laughs> um, but God's word, it, it's God's word, amen. It's, it's, it's as relevant today as it ever has been. But they are hard to grasp for us these days. And, and I wish that we could view them, you know, with good examples, you know, that, that we can see today. Um, personally, I, I, I don't see that. But, uh, but we can sure pray for such leadership, amen. And we can try to vote uh, in a way that that can, you know, at least get it headed in the right direction. Uh, but my prayer is that anybody that wants to lead and govern, again, making uh, decisions that affect uh, our lives and the lives of our children and grandchildren and, and uh, you know, things that will be affected long after we're gone, uh, we need to... Uh, we need to pray that we would get some people there that love the Lord and love the Word. You know, if, if they love the Lord and they love the Word, they're, they're going to they're gonna make the right decisions. Amen. And uh, so that's what we need to pray for. That's what we need to pray for.
And uh, so we'll stop there tonight, and uh, we'll go ahead and stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed, and maybe just come tonight and and uh, pray. You know, pray for our country. Pray for these elections that are coming up. Uh, there's some uh, uh, some pretty important things weighing in the balance, and uh, certainly we want to, to see God honored in all this and the right things to, to happen in our country so the Lord continue to bless us. And uh, so maybe just come tonight and pray uh, for, for our country tonight or anything else you may have. We had several updates on the prayer list. Maybe come pray for some of those, whatever the need may be. If you're here tonight, you don't know Christ as your Savior, uh, you come and get me and we'll get somebody to take the Word of God and to show you uh, how you can be saved tonight.